Welcome to the Place to Be Reviews. This is episode 23. So many great number 23s like Michael Jordan and uh, the episode right now of the Place to Be with myself and my co-host Monica. Say hello to the folks, Monica. So um, it's uh, it's Thursday. We are recording on a different night. I'm all thrown off. Uh, it's funny because I was uh, I was on a live stream last night, which I I told you why we weren't recording. So you were you were happy to get the Wednesday yes, off. Yes, I got a I got um, a night off. I gave you I gave you a Wednesday night off. See how <laughs> how I treat my I treat my uh, my unpaid employees, my volunteers. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> give them <laughs> give them five days a week off and just say, Hey, just go post on Facebook every now yeah. and then. So, uh, so I was on uh, a toy collector's live stream last night. Um, as I am a bit of a star Wars, uh, toy collector. Uh, so yeah, I was on there with, Oh, there's eight, nine overall. We were rotating in guests cause there could only be so many people on the stream at once. I was there the, uh, the entire stream until about, I think one o'clock I was almost falling asleep because uh, I'd been up since around six. Cause you, I've told you my, my son, he gets up around six. So I was, uh, it was, it was a long day. Um, and I actually, uh, right now I am working on another, uh, guest, uh, for next, uh, probably next week. Um, we'll probably shoot for Wednesday night. So I have a little bit of time to, uh, put together a more concrete format, so we can uh, we can welcome this gentleman in. He's a uh, he's a comedian um, from the Chicago area. Oh wow! So yeah, we are going to uh, we're going to uh, we're going to have him on, and uh, I'll announce the name, and uh, so you guys can uh, check up on him between uh, the episode Monday and uh, when we uh, air Wednesday night. So that'll be uh, that'll be kind of nice. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, uh, actually, Kyle um, recommended him to me and uh he kind of connected us and he just uh, his name's his first name's anthony he just shot me a message and that's what i was kind of in between uh when you were checking on me to make sure i didn't die yeah. <laughs> um i told you i told you i had my life alert uh necklace on so i was good okay well um, I, was, I, I just wanted to make sure you know I, i'm like the the crazy mom that worries about everybody <laughs> <laughs> I've got one of those, I've got one of those because Trey and I share a bathroom. I've got one of those shower floor mats in there for him, so it kind of helps me too because I'm old and fragile. So <laughs> to be extra careful of that. Um, but yeah, so I was on this live stream last night from around eight thirty is when I added on to like the pre-show, and it ran until around, like I said, I think they were on until like two. Two or th- about two o'clock because that would have been a total of five hours because I checked the script, the, uh, the runtime, and I was on for about four, three and a half, four, yeah, about four, four and a half hours counting the, the half hour pre show. And um, I did, uh, I had some, uh, I had some great, uh, some great impressions. Uh, I kind of, the, the later on in the night, it went the looser I got and I started uh, busting out some impressions. <laughs> is, so. is that like the, the more you drink, you know, the, the funnier you become? So. Oh. I, well, I'm always funny because I just I, I'm well. I'm, I think I can so, make an but not everybody thinks that. So, yeah. See, I I, I say that because I, I have the ability to make fun of myself. Which, if I didn't do that, I would be out of material. <laughs> um, but with thank God for my 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 penchants for self deprecation, I uh, I have a a, a veritable cornucopia of uh, material I can pull from, from my uh, my satellite dish ears <laughs> to my odd shaped head. Um, 
Yeah, I'm. I've got. I've got it going <laughs> on. Um, but yeah, my hairline goes back like four flats on a Cadillac. <laughs> I mean, that's why I shave my head. And, you know. So anyway, uh, the toy collectors team was great. Um, it was kind of funny though because these guys were like a lot of them were like hardcore collectors of like certain uh, makes like NECA and Mezco and uh, SH Figure Arts. And I'm probably like speaking a foreign language to you right yeah, now. Yeah, pretty I? much. Well, you know what's funny because a lot of what they said was like, "I'm, I'm like, like we I, just I, I just I mean, I, we oh, okay. did, we really did, like." I was, I, it was like, I mean, like I said, these guys are like serious collectors. You know me, I'm just like, I got, they're my toys. You yeah, know, I mean, I, like I, I, I toys just, from McDonald's. That's, that's my extent. Well, I've got, you know, I, I told you I've got like, I mean, there's, it's, it's a couple thousand dollar collection. I got a Star Wars toys, but, um, you know, I mean, these, you know, some of these guys are like, it, it's like, wow, you know, it, it impressed me and it was really cool to uh, be able to see some of the stuff that they had. Yeah. Um, You're such a nerd. Yeah, I've got it. Oh, God, yeah. God, yeah. Um, so speaking of that, we are going to kind of get back into our wheelhouse here. Um, and while this story is loading, uh, I didn't have – I just I just found this one. I wanted to talk about um, – have you ever been to uh, the site boundingintocomics.com? No. No? Really good site, entertainment, you know, comic stuff, uh, you know, all that. <laughs> Um, fantasy type great website well facebook has been and, and the format here is you've picked up monica we're we're very apolitical here um i don't get into it that's i'd like i I'd like to keep that separate from my entertainment and the only time we ever really do talk politics here is when we talk identity politics that bleed into our entertainment like in the mcu in the case of our favorite person brie larson um but bounding into comics now, and I can kind of bring this back around and correlate it and tie it all together with a pretty little bow. Their Facebook page uh, got nuked the other day. The the official Facebook page for boundingintocomics.com, Facebook nuked them, um, completely stripped it down. There's no trace of it. Really? Why? Censorship uh, is basically what it boils down to. Bounding the comics has been a lot of the, I don't know if you've noticed, like a lot of the articles I pull and put in that little folder that we have of uh, our, uh, our material are, uh, some of them are from there um, in like bleedingfool.com because bleedingcool.com is basically just an SJW right now. Um, but Bounding the comics is very like anti SJW and uh, they are, they're very, you know, critical of the, the identity politics and the Brie Larson debacle with Captain Marvel and, so their Facebook page got nuked um, and they were completely stripped off of Facebook. So I just, I, I just wanted to take a minute to uh, kind of talk about that because we're both, you know, Marvel, you know, MCU and, you know, comic fans. And it's just like, is that where we're at now? We're, we're censoring a, a entertainment website because they gave a negative review of a movie. Yeah. That's horrible. I hate this world sometimes. <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you, it's uh, it's kind of pathetic when you really think about it that they would they would go to those lengths to and and this is this just goes along with the narrative and the theme of a lot of podcasters and YouTubers that have been saying um, it is insane to see how much the industry is protecting Brie Larson. That's what I was saying um, the other night. 
Like everybody's standing yeah. behind her, you know, expecting, you know, you're expected to back her in whatever she says and supports and does, but yet nobody thinks that it's wrong. And, and nobody, you know, I mean, I watched the interview with her where she called out the 40 year old dudes. Did you see that one? Yeah. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, why is that acceptable? Like, have you not met a 40 year old dude? Most of them grew up on these comics. Like, uh, yep. Hello, I'm I'm 39 and I'm a, I'm an old white dude. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like, I I don't I don't get why. And then she was allowed to backtrack, and everybody. Oh no no no! It was taken out of context. No, I, I'm not an idiot. I'm pretty sure I understood exactly what she said and what she meant. Yeah. I'm, I've, I mean, I picked up on it and I'm pretty dense at times, but uh, no, I, and that's where I get frustrated is because it, it's like, if you don't agree with her, you're wrong and we're going to bash you for disagreeing, but she, you know what I mean? There's, there's always two sides of, of any discussion. So I don't know. I, it makes me super frustrated with that stuff. Yeah. She's, she's just one of those people to where it's like you like um I believe we've I've talked about it on here um and I I don't know if I've talked about it with you or if you're aware of uh because you're you I mean you're not really on Twitter that much I had to kind of like poke and prod you with a stick to get you to go back on yeah. Twitter um, but it's it's Twitter's Twitter is like it's bad Twitter's bad. yeah you like, wonder why I'm not I, on I, it <laughs> I, I don't. I, I, the only reason I wanted to get on there is because you, it's easier to reach a bigger. I mean, I had a meme on my old Twitter account that is still blocked out. It's been over two months now um, that it's been blocked because uh, I tried to access it on my tablet. The other, I signed out of our main account on my tablet and signed into my other account, and uh, and yeah, it's it's still it's still locked. So, um, but what I was going to say was, it, it, it's it's easy to get traction on there for things just using algorithms and the right hashtags because I had a meme that hit like a hundred thousand impressions and all it was, was an NPC meme. Uh, when, when the NPC memes were really big, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Okay. So when those hit really big, I got, I kind of jumped ahead of it, you know, because I was on Twitter and I, I started posting memes and one of them hit like a hundred thousand impressions. It's like, I was like, you know, it's not like really anything huge, but it was just kind of cool. And then like that account gets nuked because I told Alexandria Oxacio Cortez, she needed to learn how to code. I said, learn how to code. I said, you're not very good at writing policies. You might as well learn how to write code. And they knew they, they, they locked my Twitter account out for it. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been two months and this is like the whole thing I'm talking about with this censorship over one thing like that, that really is not even bad, vulgar or indifferent. I'm just telling her you might want to consider a different line of work because you're not very good at the position you chose. Um, right. And but yeah, I mean, but people are so sensitive. Like it, it just gets to me. I don't know. It annoys me that people are super sensitive about stuff in the world and, it's just, I don't know. I, I get the whole, you know, cyberbullying thing. They're trying to prevent that and everything. But it's like, I would say this stuff to you if I was walking down the street. I'm not hiding behind my computer or my phone or whatever. Like, if I have something to say that I disagree with, I would have this conversation face-to-face in person with you. So... What did, what did, some, what did some dudes... I was, I was making fun of uh, this wrestler. Because I make fun of all the wrestlers and shit, you know. And... um. 
it's, it's just, this female wrestler who she's like basically like the little Kim of wrestling. <laughs> like she's like a million and one wigs. Like she just reminds me of a stripper. Like, you know, she's just like, she's probably a, just a, just a fucking ring rat who worked, you know, star fucked her way up to the prime. She's not even a good worker. Like, and this is like, I said something about like, cause she was pouting backstage at a pay-per-view. Like you're a professional. You do not air your dirty laundry in your business with the office. Like right after a show, uh, right after a match at a nationally televised pay-per-view, you know, um, you don't do yeah. it. And she was back throwing a fit about something. And I said, you know, I was like, well, her and her big forehead can go ahead and, you know, go out the door. You know, I, I said, she can take her weave and head out the door. And I said, I hope it don't hit her in that big forehead on the way out when she's looking back. And uh, somebody said, I know you ain't talking about foreheads. I'm like, oh, let me, I was like, well, I'm bald. So my forehead pretty much goes all the way back from my, from my actual forehead to the back of my neck, buddy. I'm like, you're, you're not splitting the atom here. And the guy like didn't he, he couldn't come back with anything. Yeah. <laughs> because of like I just I just buried myself, dude. So you're you're not gonna hurt me, trust me. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just that's like the part of like that's I laugh when I, I tell people, yeah, I got I got picked on as a kid. Like, How the fuck did you get picked on? You know, because I was a scrawny I was I'm gonna be tall, but I was a skinny little nerd, you know, I got fucking picked on as a okay, kid. Okay, well I was a short, skinny little nerd, so <laughs> well yeah like I, i'm like a foot and a half taller than you yeah. so i i never grew i grew a half an inch my senior year of high school and that was it <laughs> i think like seriously like it's just it's funny like uh, people are like so twitter is just i just i like it to be able to promote the show you know and that's really the only reason i go on there anymore is just to like i'll post i'll post a link to the show you know, um, maybe a little reminder, an update, you know, something from the Facebook page. Cause we do have that Facebook yes, page now speaking. Good of work, buddy. I'm so proud. <laughs> I told you I was going to get it done and I did. Um, so we have the place to be reviews on Facebook now, just the place to be reviews. Go right, search that. And, uh, it'll take it, take you right to us. And then we have, of course, the Twitter account at the place to be R E one on Twitter. And you can email us that old fashioned email, the place to be reviews at mail.com. Um, so, yeah, this article I was talking about here on uh, this is BGR.com. Uh, Marvel announces the release dates for every MCU phase four movie through 2022. Uh, this is by Jacob Siegel. This was posted yesterday, May 8th at 10 12. AM. It says with Avengers Endgame out in theaters worldwide, this chapter of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is finally coming to a close. The so-called Infinity. I don't see why it says the so-called Infinity Saga. I mean, that's just what they call it. It's the Infinity Saga. Yeah, it's literally the comics yeah. that way. <laughs> exactly. The so-called Infinity Saga, which I'm already not a fan of this guy's writing. Um which began with Iron Man in 2008 is over, but a new chapter is about to kick off. Marvel is being even quieter than usual, quotations, which is hard to do, about the future of its cinematic universe beyond Spider-Man Far From Home. But this week, we did finally get a concrete schedule for Phase 4. Okay. Following its recent acquisition of Fox Film Studios, Disney shared an updated release schedule for dozens of films through 2027 on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about this later, too, because they are doing three more Star Wars movies. OK. Oh. And uh, 
And then they announced not one, not two, not three, but four more Avatar movies. What? <laughs> Are you making this up? <laughs> I, I, they, they have Avatar um, 2 through 5 planned. How are they going to make that into five movies? That, that that movie had that movie was it came out ten years ago now. Yeah. Ten years, okay. Um, number one, they they look like, and we talked about this last night on the world class bullshitter stream. Um, I uh, I don't understand how there's that this they can do this. I mean, they're basically like angry, pissed off, long teeth, blue tree hugging Smurfs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Space horses. I, I'm so confused. I mean, that the first movie was over two hours long, right? If I remember. Oh God, yeah. It, it had it had a hell of a runtime, and I mean, it was in 3D, which at the time was revolutionary. But now it, it's just basic cinema. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're releasing movies in 3D, like it's almost standard. So I, I don't I don't get how Avatar and it's. 10 freaking years old and nobody was clamoring for a sequel to avatar because everything was pretty much resolved yeah and i had heard a while back that they were producing another one and that was all i basically heard of that but i didn't realize there was going to be four more that that makes zero sense i'd heard of one i'd heard of one planned sequel and after that um nothing but i i and i know it's um, it's been delayed, but I, I, I don't understand where they got the idea that this would be a, a smart business move. And then this is the second time that Disney has they, – they came out a little while ago and said they were going to take a break from Star Wars after they uh, released uh, Soy Wars Episode Nine: The Search for More Money. Um, after, after they released that this December – they said they were going to take a break aside from the shows that they had planned from the Disney plus streaming service, which starts in November and they've already got the Mandalorian. Um, and they, uh, they have a Cassian Andor, who's a character from uh, the movie rogue one, which is the only acceptable star Wars film to come out under the Disney umbrella. Uh, the clone war season seven is going to be on there. Uh, in addition to the MCU shows. So they said no more cinematic releases. And now they plan uh, 2022, 2024, and 2026 for uh, three more Star Wars films. But they're said to have two or three more trilogies in the works, one of them by that round-headed, moon-faced fuck, Ryan Johnson, who uh, who directed The Last Jedi, murdered, basically murdered Star Wars and uh, divided the fan base single-handedly by turning Luke Skywalker into Jake, uh, Jake Soywalker, a soy-based cuck of a fucking man. Drinking green sea cow titty milk. This was the stupidest, Monica. You need to work. I, I don't want anybody to watch The Last Jedi, but just go to YouTube and search uh, Luke Skywalker drinks sea cow milk. <laughs> and you'll see what I'm talking about. And not knowing anything about Star Wars, you're going to be like, why is this even in a movie? Why is this a thing? Oh, it's actually from the movie? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He. Luke, I, I mean, I'm sure you're you're aware of Luke Skywalker. Yes, I know correct? the characters mostly because okay. they made a lot of reference in Toy Story. <laughs> don't judge me, okay, but no, yeah. <laughs> no, 
No, Toy Story, Toy Story one and two are great. Toy Story three is a mess. Toy Story four looks like it's going to be like kind of shitty. I'm not, I'm not really too. What I see the writing on the wall, what they're doing with Toy Story four, and it just, and it's bad that they're they're trying to put identity politics into a kids movie, but they yeah. are. But yeah, because there's there's a lot of adult references in those movies. Though. Yeah. But so anyway, Luke Skywalker is one of the most legendary characters in all of cinema. All right. Uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much a given, you know, everybody basically, like I said, you don't even you know, know star Wars, but you know, who Luke Skywalker is, you know, Han Solo, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, you know, the characters, yeah. the main characters, the ones people care about. Right. right. So they took, well, Ryan Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy, who's the president of Lucasfilm at Disney, um, basically made Luke into a joke, uh, just made him just weak. And it just, it's disgusting to somebody who grew up basically loving the, you know, up until I saw the last Jedi. And when I saw that movie in the, so as I was saying, um, <laughs> no, it, the last Jedi was, it's a, it's a fucking horrible movie. It's a cinematic, it's, it's, it's akin to a cinematic abortion. Like, I mean, if you, it, that's, that's basically what it is. It's, it's taking star Wars and it, it Star Wars should have cried for a Me Too case after <laughs> what, what Disney and Ryan Johnson have done. Um, it's it's criminal. So so, so I, you're I, excited for the new movies, is what you're telling me? <laughs> oh, I, I I can't fucking wait. I couldn't Good. possibly be I couldn't possibly be any more excited until tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so here's before I went off on this tangent about Star Wars. Well, it was in it was in the article. So. It said, unfortunately, every Marvel movie is listed as untitled Marvel on the schedule. So until Spider-Man Far From Home comes out on July 2nd, which they pushed the date up because I didn't think it was supposed to come out until after the 4th, but they pushed the date up to the 2nd. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like the 5th or 6th or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. I, are you going to go see that one? You are. You are. Yeah. You're Spider-Man. It's, it's Spider-Man. I'm, I'm on the fence. Well, I mean, I'll probably, I'll probably have to go see it for the show though, so we can review it properly. Yeah, that that would be effective. So, it's either it's either that or like I did with Captain Meh. I just I I got to you know I streamed that for free. It was online like within hours of it opening. I found it online, and then like that was kind of a shitty one because it was a, it was a handy cam recording. But uh, I went back and watched. Um, the next night again and it was a better copy so uh, yeah i wish you would have shared that with me because we went to the theater (laughs) i fucking told you before that (laughs) i told you i told you i said it was shitty don't waste your money well technically i i didn't pay for the tickets but i mean i was the influence because i'm the marvel person in in this group of friends that go so yeah yeah but it was at least you didn't pay for it because it, it wasn't worth a fucking penny. No, but I in turn paid for their end game tickets, so I feel like that was fair. Like they sat through yeah. Ca- Captain Marvel for me, so I got their end game tickets. I mean, it's fair trade. At least, at least end game was enjoyable. Yes, it was very good. Like I said, enough in the, enough to where we've both seen. You know, I, I'm sure we're not the only ones. A lot of people I've heard, you know, seen it uh, three times, four times now. Um, I mean, I can I can wait for it to come out on Blu-ray now. You know. Yeah. 
or I could probably, I, I haven't even looked. I could probably fucking go stream it if I want to, um, which is nice. Remind yeah. me to shoot you that, remind me to shoot you that link later. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll shoot you that because that's how uh, me and Trey watched Into the Spider-Verse. And uh, there's a couple other movies on there I've got to see. Um, I want to, I was trying to watch uh, Us, that Jordan Peele movie. I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of curious um because of course everybody like was falling all over themselves i did you see get out uh no i didn't i didn't want i didn't watch that one i i didn't i didn't watch it um i don't think i I did like i i've now the reviews i heard from us were everybody like from multiple uh people in comment sections on like ign and rotten tomatoes like people like and said it was like fucking terrible oh really and i already know the entire plot I, I watched a spoiler video on it um from one of the youtubers that does reviews and they go to get they get to see him early um or right you know and, and i mean it it doesn't really sound like they're making it doesn't really sound as good as they're making it out to be. i mean i'm sure it's a it has some good stuff in it or you know it might be a, a decent movie but it didn't really sound that I don't know. Like it's it's some like ma- cinematic like masterpiece. I don't think it's like going to be this generation Citizen Kane or anything like that. But you know, then again, they were uh, they were treating uh, they were treating Black Panther like that when it came out too. I mean, and that you know, despite its flaws, that movie's got a fucking it, it's a it's a good movie. Yeah, um, I don't mind Black Panther. You, you, I think you feel like I I don't like it. I don't mind it. No, people beat the shit out of that movie, though. Like, I'm not, I'm not like an ardent defender. You know, I don't like get mad when somebody doesn't like it. But like, I listen well because I listen to um, the Mahler channel on YouTube, and um, he has he's he's from I think he's from like London or Britain or whatever. What you know over there uh, across the pond? Um, I think I might be gay for his voice. Oh my lord! Okay. <laughs> like seriously, like. He's just, you know how there's like certain people like these have those voices like you can just sit there and listen to them talk like the uh, the meditation app I have on my phone like the guy just has like he has like a British accent and it's like so relaxing to like listen to him. I do like the meditation. I can't I don't know accents bug me like I can't stand them so you have one no I don't yes you do <laughs> I sound just like you. <laughs> No, you don't sound just like me. That's a good thing. Well, I mean, my my accent sounds like <laughs> you, but nobody nobody wants to hear two of me. Let one of me, let alone two of me. <laughs> well, regardless, I'm not British, and I don't sound British. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, these untitled Marvel movies. Okay, so here's the release date for the next eight movies. We've got uh, May 1st, 2020. Um, wasn't that supposed to be Black Widow? Yeah. Or I is... think hers is the first one coming out. So we've got May 1st, 2020. November 6th, 2020. Uh, February 12th, 2021. Uh, May 7th, 2021. November 5th, 2021. So we got three in 2021. And then you got February 18th, 2022, May 6th, 2022, and July 29th of 2022. Hmm. 
I didn't. So there's your next. But, oh, go I, ahead. I didn't realize there was that many upcoming movies released already. I guess since since Endgame well, is done, I mean, we knew about. Well, maybe there was the Guardians of the Galaxy, well, I mean, Black Panther. Yep. Uh, Doctor Strange yeah, too. Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow. Captain Min. Oh God. Um, they pushed back the new mutants. Uh, did you see that? No. They pushed back the new mutants and they canceled the Gambit movie again. Really? Yeah, that was a. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. That was uh, I think that was slated to be Channing Tatum, who was. Uh, I think he'd make a good Gambit. Uh, I really do. Yeah. Uh, I I think uh, I think that would be uh, that would be really uh, that would be really 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 cool um, to get a Gambit movie. So it says right here. Uh, let's see. Again, very little has been made official based on rumors and reports. A multitude of Marvel movies are already in various stages of production, including the aforementioned Black Widow prequel. A movie featuring Shang Chi, uh, an Eternals movie, sequels to Doctor Strange, Black Panther, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Our best guess is that Black Widow and Doctor Strange two will be the 2020 movies. James Gunn involvement in the Suicide Squad movie for DC will keep him busy for several months at least, which makes 21 2021 seem like the earliest we'd possibly see the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. It's also hard to imagine Marvel waiting too long before getting the new team together for another Avengers movie. So we'll perhaps see that in 2022. And if that's a force, I am probably going to gouge my fucking eyes out. Yeah, I'll be next to you with my eyes gouged out. I I uh, would not be surprised if they release Captain Marvel to followed by the A Force. That's probably what they're going to do to get Captain Marvel 2 and other uh, big box office. That's the only thing that they um, have. That's the only reason yep. why. Like, if if you replace uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, like, the release dates with Captain Marvel, like, if she was being, her movie's being released in July, that would not at all make a billion dollars. There's no way. No. No, I, I don't. I don't believe so. Um, it's, uh, it's let's see we're gonna go on over here let's see we're gonna jump on over to google and go to rotten tomatoes <laughs> our least favorite our least favorite shill site and uh we're gonna do whoops no we don't want breakthrough i don't even know what the hell that is let's see uh where are we at here where's cat pop-ups man Jesus, help me, Rhonda. <laughs> Captain Man. Okay, so right now, Captain Man. I love Man that you're not even a, using her I, name. Like, you've just, you're over her. You don't even offer her name anymore. <laughs> I, no, no, I'm done with it. Just Captain Man. <laughs> I actually think, uh, I, I, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just Captain Man from now on. So, Captain Man is at 56%. Uh, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes with a 85,204 reviews in and the uh, shill critics certified that fresh at 78% with 460 reviews. Um, meanwhile, <clears throat> Endgame, and this, this movie Hustle with uh, Anne Hath No Brain and Rebel Wilson, Yeah, um, that is, that's at a 14%. 
that that movie that movie shit the bed. And that's two in a row for Anne Hathno Brain because uh, the she was in the Ocean's uh, Eight movie, the the all female reboot they did that uh, did uh, tank. Yeah, well, we already knew you that know, was gonna be bad. I mean, I did anyways. Oh God, yeah, you know, and that's that's the thing with with these, you know, and. Uh, and you're with me on a lot of this stuff because it's not that I'm shitting on women. I'm shitting on the fact that these people have great actresses in some cases. Not all of them are great. Some of them are good. They're better when they're paired with others that complement their talents better. But they're putting them in these – they're trying to reboot these movies, and nobody wants yeah. them. Nobody, nobody was asking for an all-female reboot of the Ocean series, which was already a reboot because they did it with the Rat Pack back in the 50s and 60s. Right. And then they did you know, the all-female Ghostbusters. How long? Oh, that was. That, oh how long God. ago was that? That I don't remember how. Twenty six. Okay, so yeah, and that, that tanked, as far as I remember. And you could not criticize that because if you did, you were a sexist, misogynist, freaking just monster, yeah. and it was. It's it's a horrible movie. It is. It's bad. Like, Melissa. Melissa McCarthy is not funny. She's just not. Kate McKinnon, I don't find, and there's nothing funny about her. Leslie Jones is as funny as like anal warts. <laughs> um, they, you know what? They, she wanted, and I know some people, and this is the thing I, I hate about the fan bases. Like, you can rip these movies apart, but you don't have to go after the actresses or the actors. But in some cases, like Brie Larson, who antagonizes people, Fuck Mitt, Captain Mitt, <laughs> Captain Mitt. But I mean, you know, she sick Netflix on a guy with 300, uh, 300 followers that Joe Gill, who, who reviewed Unicorn Store and said it wasn't that good. Um, Netflix like retweeted his shit and the guy had to lock his account because he got attacked by all her sycophants for simply offering a critique of her of her movie that's because Um, these people these days can't take constructive criticism like no this is just more evidence of how protected she is um and it's ridiculous but so anyway avengers endgame is at 95 percent uh critics score certified fresh uh, 441 reviews and the audience score is 89% on that. Well, it went down. It was up to, it was at like 92 or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Eight, so 89%. Now I'm going to look up another one here. <clears throat> Let's see. But uh, no, I, I just, I don't, and this all goes back to this whole censorship thing. It's just, I, I don't get how, sites like you know rotten tomatoes they took off the the early you know if you could say if you want to see the movie or not they took that off because they said it was russian bull russian bots and and misogynist trolls that were review bombing captain marvel well the movie sits sits at 56 percent. it's just not a very good fucking movie did did they did all this happen before she came around or am i just like sensitive to her (laughs) I feel like none of this was this big of a deal until Captain Marvel came out. In, in the MCU, it was her. She was the she was the catalyst for this. No, she was the complete catalyst for this. Okay, so right now uh, I am on Rotten Tomatoes still, and I'm looking at Black Panther. Uh, 
And now that is a critic score of 97%. Audience score, 79. So I, 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 I you see what I'm yeah. talking about here. I, I like, I like, but I'm not giving it a 90. Though. You know right. what I mean? Well, and I feel like the only reason why Black Panther got so much hate was because people hyped it up so much that it was such a good movie. And it's not that it was bad, but it, it just it wasn't at that expectation that people were expecting when they walked into the theater to see it. Well, you know, they, they released it. Uh, they released it, you know, during Black History Month. And, oh, yeah, they played all you that. Know, right. it, oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, just like they did with Captain Men. Right. Um, it was, you know, women's women's International Women's Day was released yeah. on. Uh, and in between you know, the so, biggest uh, movie of the freaking century, I mean, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was the thing, you know, and they did the same thing with Black Panther, though. It was released right before Infinity yeah, War. That's right. I forgot about that. So, yep. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't forget. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't hate Black Panther. I just, I kind of agree with a lot of what these critics were saying as far as it's not as exciting as these people made it to be, but. You know, and to me, um, a lot of the things I like about it, I can, like I said, I still find all the flaws in them. You know, as I'm sitting there watching, uh, I watched Mahler's review of it uh, yesterday. Uh, it's like about a 46 minute video. And, um, and I mean, he just, he tears this movie to shreds. Like he hated it. And, and I can't disagree with the points that he makes because he's absolutely right. You know but what I, I mean? feel like it was still uh, a good movie. Like the the plot and like the storyline, everything. Like it was still a decent movie. Where Captain Marvel was just horrible. Oh yeah, there was like I said, there there was nothing. There was nothing exciting. The only cool thing in Captain Marvel was a little bit of like the Kree technology and stuff yeah. like that. But they they didn't really even give you much of that to you know to to tie Joe. It was just a little bit, and then it was. You know they were basically done with it, and then um, Marvel, uh, her ship, you know, it, it's uh, it's you know orbiting the Earth, and nobody can pick this thing up. Right. Like nobody's teaching. Right. It's just it, it, you know, and the whole thing, like I said, we talked about this before. What they did to the Skrulls, making the Skrulls just these weak refugees that are just looking for a home. Yeah. You know, Sweet I'm like little innocent. Come things. on. Innocent scrolls who've been baddies for like what almost sixty yeah. years in the comics. Yeah, Ugh. I mean, literally, it's it's just stupid. And then they retcon the tesseract, and they retcon Nick how Nick Fury lost his lost his freaking eye. <laughs> you know what? That's that's who I'm going to be for that Comic Con. I'm going to be Nick Fury. <laughs> pre pre uh, missing eye. No, I'll get an eye patch. I'll wear an eye patch. I after. I actually picked mine out. But I'm not telling you what it is in case it doesn't go through. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'm not telling you what it is. I already got most of the stuff for it. Um, you just said it was Nick Fury. I just, well, I said I've already got I've already got most of the stuff for mine anyway. So it's like, you know, for my Nick Furies. So. Oh. Well, it was I was going with a Samuel Jackson character either way. It was either gonna be Mace Windu from Star Wars or Nick Fury from the Avengers. So Well, I'll tell you this this time. Let me figure out how to phrase this so it doesn't sound horrible, but um, it's the first time I'm choosing a female character. 
Because for whatever okay. reason, I normally go with the dudes. I have no idea why. But, yeah. So, I'm actually going to pick a female one. So, that should please you. What? Hey, whatever. That Bucky costume was awesome. I told you. I was like, I was like that, that Bucky costume was dope. Yeah. So. It was fun. But, I uh, wish somebody knew who I was. I was I was seriously, like, waiting for somebody to do the, the trigger words and. Yeah, I was going to buy him a shot and everything, and nobody said anything. I'm like, okay. Damn normies. <laughs> How lame. Damn normies. Uh, but yeah, so um, I just, there's so many, there's so many issues that I have with a lot of this stuff. It's just, you know, and on this Marvel thing, I'm, <sighs> one of those movies is probably going to be Thor 4. Yeah. And we were we were talking about this in the WCBS group earlier. Um, why not Lady Sif? You know, uh, they never she never died. We didn't even see her in uh, in Endgame. You know, we got this whole you know great thing with Valkyrie. Um, Lady Sif was a badass, and yeah. at one time she was supposed to have a relationship with Thor, but Jamie Alexander couldn't be in. Thor the Dark World um, and they didn't have her in Ragnarok you know so I just uh, I really wish it was her instead of uh, Tess Thompson because her character and it doesn't doesn't even have anything to do with the actress at this point to me it's just which one of them is a more compelling character and I didn't really I mean Tess Thompson was alright in Ragnarok but I like Jamie Alexander more in Thor than I did Tess in Ragnarok. I didn't mind Tess Thompson in Ragnarok. Hated her in Endgame. Yeah, she was just annoying in Endgame. (laughs) But, yeah, no, I I agree with you. I would would like to see Jamie Alexander. I like her, though. I don't like Tessa Thompson. (laughs) No, Jamie Alexander played a good life. She was a a badass as Lady Sif in the first one, you know. So I think I don't know. I just think that would be a. Uh, I think that would be a better, uh, a better fit. I mean, that's just me. Um, but yeah, and like I said, it is kind of funny too because Tess Thompson's character in Ragnarok was a drunk. Yeah. You know? um, and then she, you know, Thor's a drunk now, and you know he's making her. It's just kind of, I don't know, the, the parallels. But uh, here's another article from Vox. Let's check this one out. This is out four hours ago. And Vox is another ugh, website. <laughs> um, this is uh, it's about Spider-Man: Far From Home. It just kind of caught my eye. Spider-Man: Far From Home is teasing an alternate universe, but there's a catch. How much should we trust Mysterio? Well, oh. you know you should because he's not multiverse the dude's like a what a, like a special effects fucking guy yeah. you know i mean it's just what's his name quinn beck i mean it's just it's ridiculous um but they got i i mean i understand why they have to do it but they're not going to uh i don't i don't see them as bringing like the i don't know unless they want to bring the fucking multiverse over here but here's the thing uh they're getting close to the end of that agreement with sony and marvel over spider-man and with the population or the population with the popularity of into the spider-verse 
do you think so and, and venom which is you know sony's got that yeah. uh <clears throat> say Spidey comes back to sony now and they do the spider-verse and all the live action stuff over there and spider-man is no longer in the mcu i know i mean i don't know i wonder if they're gonna try to like rework that agreement like i don't i don't see them i, I don't know that's gonna be I don't want to see. I don't want to see Spider Man leave the MCU now. I know now that they got Tom Holland, and and this is this is what I was you know talking about the other day with a couple of my friends is that I feel like since even Tobey Maguire, Sony has tried to put out a Spider Man like the full version where he's you know the high school kid that gets bit by the spider and then he develops all the way up until like the end of the comics, but. Obviously, that faulted with Tobey Maguire, definitely faulted with uh, Garfield. So I feel like Tom Holland now, they have that that kid where they can kind of play those comic books. And, and that's why we keep going back to the high school scenario where he's, you know, still a kid so that they can involve his character. But now that they're at the end of that contract, like, I don't know how that's going to play out. And yeah, I agree. I don't want him to leave the MCU, but again, it's kind of going to shit. So maybe he should. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I just they're they're getting they're getting some traction behind him now. Yeah. Um, but you you don't want the whole uh, you don't want the whole thing. You know, like I said, you, that get woke go broke thing. Um, you don't want to see a freaking woke Spider Man. Um, but you're getting all these shitty SJW characters around them. Like the Zendaya is MJ in the first one. You know, I mean, they, they, you know, they, they, they threw their little, their little SJW stuff in there with her. Yeah, they did. Um, you know, but like I said, I like Ned. I'm, I'm a fan of fat chubby <laughs> Ned. He's a, he's, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a good, uh, kind of just a warm, you know, kind of just, just a cool character and a nice opposite of uh, Tom Holland. Uh, those two, you can tell that they have good, uh, they have good on-screen rapport with each yeah. other uh, in, the, in their scenes. So um, with this whole thing of, you know, making him the new Iron Man, um, I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but uh, I don't want them to, go the route of the comics and you know what I'm talking about and bring Riri Williams in as Ironheart. Yeah. <laughs> did, we, did we discuss those numbers? Because I heard the numbers that the book did on a live stream. I'm not sure if it was last night or if it was Tuesday night on the high what's tonight? Thursday. It was Tuesday on the high council. <laughs> um over on Geeks and Gamers. Um the the first issue of Ironheart was actually like endorsed by Robert Downey Jr. and it, it sold I it was it was ninety maybe I want to say ninety ninety some thousand maybe over a hundred thousand books. Um and then it's down to the last issue sold I think fourteen thousand. Really? Yeah. It's it nobody wants right. it. You know, it. It's just it's it's bad. It's like why would you you, you don't re you don't uh, no. No. <laughs> Not, not not a character like Iron Man. It's just not like you know. Falcon is Captain America now, but he's still Falcon, right? 
you know, I'm not. But, I don't know if you'd really. Call but he he was that way in the comics. Did did he go by did he go by the cap you know name in the comics? Yeah. He did. Yeah. Did he? Okay. See, yeah. I, didn't, I, I, never read I never read the Captain America comics. Um. But uh, that's you know. And then I watched a. Uh, I, they were talking about you know the uh, the nod with the elevator scene in Endgame where you know he said "Hail Hydra" to Grillo, and they just did that. What last was that last year or the year before in the comic? The the Hail Hydra scene. What do you mean? Yeah, with Cap when he finally came out that he was a Hydra agent. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that was a while back. I didn't think it was that long ago. But I also don't know what day it is, so I'm not the best reference for time. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we've discussed our your your adulting skills. Yeah. Um, no, I feel like that was a while ago. Okay. Well, regardless, I don't know. I'm just off on a tangent here anyway. <laughs> but back to this article about Spider-Man. Uh, fans always knew Spider-Man Far From Home was going to take place in the post-Avengers Endgame world. They just didn't know exactly what that world would look like until Endgame hit theaters. Okay, so following the death of Tony Stark, the retirement of Steve Rogers, and Thor's new adventures with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Hint at how the world could change after the Avengers undid Thanos' snap. This week, we finally got that post-Endgame, blah, 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 blah. There are multiple realities, Peter Mysterio tells Parker. This is Earth-616. I'm from Earth-833. We share identical physical constants. For Marvel fans, those numbers, especially 616, are like sirens. They're on direct reference to the comic book that Marvel's movies are based on, which have their own rich history of parallel universes, altered timelines, and all kinds of reality manipulation hijinks the kind of stuff that could be clues for where the mc is going mcu is going next before we get ahead of ourselves there's one villainous catch why the mcu being referred to as earth with 616 is a big deal do you know what this is before i read it because if you do i'll let you explain no it. you go okay to fully understand the 616 reference requires knowing a couple of basic things about Marvel's comic book world. Its primary universe is called Earth 616, and there were multiple other universes depicted in separate comic books. The attached number is always a way to tell the different dimensions apart. To use an example from Spider-Man's comic book lore, Peter Parker, the Peter Parker story we've grown accustomed to. Bit by a radioactive spider, the death of Uncle Ben and Gwen Stacy happens in 616. Miles Morales, who becomes Spider-Man when Peter Parker dies, lived in an alternate timeline known as 1610, where many of the same characters exist, <clears throat> but have different personalities or powers or moral alignments. A story arc called Secret Wars later brought Morales into the main 616 timeline. Yeah, that was... Um... I can't form English words properly, so that was much better than what I could explain. But, um, yeah, that that's the thing with the whole alternate universe. Like, that, that's what the Spider-Man comics are. Um, mm. So, I mean, I, it's kind of almost expected for the Spider-Man movies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 
everybody's kind of dogging it and I'm like I get I get it because you're trying to take this comic book and put it into a movie that is like the comic books are kind of out there you know you gotta like follow along and and it's some crazy stuff they come up with like one of them that Spider-Man actually turns into a lizard because he's trying to um there's Spider-Gwen which is Gwen Stacy who is the spider woman, you know, and he's trying to keep up with her in the one universe. So he injects himself with stuff, ends up turning himself to a lizard. Like, so it, it's kind of crazy stuff, but that's how the comics are. So it, again, you expect the movie to kind of follow along with that. So the movie's got to get a little bit, you know, off the rails and, and follow along with the comics. So, I mean, Yeah. That's the uh, that's the thing is it takes like with a comic you can do so much, and with these movies now it's it's so difficult. You've almost got to have three, four, or five movies to be able to tell a story. Right. You know that you're trying to adapt from you know how many issues of a comic book into one movie. You know, or to even two movies is damn near impossible. Right. Well, and on top of that, too, like, I mean, I know I did. I don't know. Obviously, you didn't. But um, I grew up reading comic books. Like, that's what I did because we didn't have all this technology and stuff like that. Like, these kids and teenagers are just going into the movies to watch the movie. So, it's a lot harder to understand when you're not reading the story first, you know. So, I feel like that's kind of, like, defaulting the, the movies because... You can cut stuff out of a movie if you already know the storyline from the comics. I mean, yeah. But. Well, there's a lot, there's a lot of nuance and subtleties, and you know, little backstories and all that. Yeah, that you're not going to get in the movies just because of the the press for time. Right. So. Right. Absolutely. No, I, uh, you know, like like in. We know Mysterio isn't. Uh, he isn't a reliable. He isn't a reliable guy. You know, he's a liar. Right, and any um, any Spider Man fan that even knows anything about Spider Man has knew that as soon as they watched the trailer. I mean, yep. it's not like it's a big shock. I don't know why they're. I, I don't understand half these reports and like articles, anyways. But yeah, yeah, I, I know. Uh, so we've got. Uh, Speaking of, of other other things here, um, The Walking Dead started shooting uh, in Sonoy today. Started shooting, shooting season 10. They started the shooting. Uh, season 10, episode 1. Uh, be directed by Greg Nicotero. Uh, he usually does the uh, season finales and, uh, and premieres. I don't know. Are you familiar with Greg Nicotero at all? No. He did a lot of work with um, George Romero, you know, King of the Zombies, basically. Um, oh, okay. So maybe uh, I am. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an, he does amazing work with the uh, the special effects in The Walking Dead. So he is directing the premiere of uh, season season ten, episode one. Um, uh, that show is a lot of people. It's it gets a lot of hate now. Um, because it's, and I, I can understand where some people are coming from because it's kind of gotten to almost that season six of Lost yeah. where season 10 and it's like, oh my God. But to me, me like, and then, like I said, I, I stumbled across a spoiler for the comic and I was pissed because I haven't, I still haven't read it because I'm mad now and I want to <laughs> read it. 
Um, you just that has not that has not gone well for you. You got you got the the spoiler for Endgame, and then you got the spoiler for the comics. Like maybe you should just uh, like boycott the internet for a week or two. Podcast, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Okay, well then, don't be too shocked that you you keep coming across spoilers. I know people are dicks. Yeah, I, I seriously, I was, I was so mad when I, I was like, "Come on, really?" I was like, "You guys are you think he's fucking shot? Come on, you know." Yeah. So I gotta go back and read issue. It's like one one ninety and one ninety one now, and it was funny. I uh, I actually read um, at one point at work, like when I was doing my. Uh, before I started doing finance at the the dealerships, I would be on the road most of the time. But other than that, I was I would be typing up uh, like inventory reports. So I had my my desktop computer and I had and I would be typing up my reports on my uh, desktop. And I went through and I have this website where I can basically find any comic I want for free and. Uh, cute little website you know and i had that on my tablet so i was sitting there and i read the entire at that point they were up to issue 146 and i read them in a week yeah so, so you were working hard is what you're telling me yeah it didn't take me that long to do my spreadsheets yeah. <laughs> and i would get everything done so in the afternoon i could just basically read comics well at least at least i didn't have much of at least you uh, used your time wisely. I mean, I didn't have much oversight. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> I usually work best if nobody tells me what to do. <laughs> yeah. Here's a, here's a desk and eight cubicles and uh, two employees. Okay. <laughs> I miss my I miss my interns. I had some I had some cool interns. Well, I had some, I did, I had some really. Turns, yep. And they really made me feel old, especially my last one, Marshall. He was such a good kid, though. It was so funny. Like, I wasn't sure about him. He's a very, like, very small, uh, quiet. He was a freshman at Ferris. And, uh, you, you have, a, I, you have like, a, a thing against small people, don't you? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it, it just, I'm just describing him, but. He looked like kind of you know he looked like a frat boy yeah. right and he was but he was so like he was such a good kid um with the like, hard worker um you know paid for his own stuff uh wasn't a typical like frat you know frat guy um but it, it was just it was refreshing to meet uh, somebody that young and he was uh you know single came from a uh, you know uh his parents had split up but he was very, like I said, he was just a, a, a good guy, well-adjusted. Um, we talked, we talked, a, we spent a lot of time talking about family and stuff like that. You know, he got to meet my kid and everything, my wife, um, and I'm coming to the office. But yeah, he was, uh, he was a good kid. Um, like him and I had the mother, my first one was Elijah. Um, him and his, uh, I get to know his fiance and him really well. I actually had a little going away party when he, uh, when he graduated. So, yep, that was uh, that was that was cool, but yeah, um, I have no fucking idea where I was going. <laughs> well, you were you're telling me how you were reading comics. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. I my fucking interns yeah. and God, God damn it, I went off the rails again. I mean, <laughs> you notice how I followed along just fine. So, 
you did too. Like you just brought that shit right back. And you know, I was talking, I was talking um, to somebody about this the other day, and I'm like, honestly, I'm like, the the dynamic I see developing between us is uh, not to toot our own horn too soon here, um, but uh, it's it's. I said my my goal is like that Howard Howard and Robin. If you ever listen to Howard Stern show back in the day when he had him and Robin quivers, no. his uh. <laughs> you act like i had a life back in the day i mean i barely had time to eat when i was in school and all that stuff so let's see oh oh yeah (laughs) just just write my list and tell me what i need to watch and and hear and listen and read so that i don't keep upsetting you (laughs) (laughs) Could you tell from my voice that my eyes just rolled back? And yeah, rolled. I'm sure you grabbed your chest and everything. Like <laughs> my hands were on my head, behind my head. I was like, All right, <laughs> 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 but no, um, that's okay. Howard Stern actually actually just retired this year from radio. Um, he was uh, he was like I, I used to love his show. Um, as a teenager, he was on. Uh, E and it was like heavily censored, but his radio show on Sirius was great. He was really funny. Um, and you can go on YouTube and search a bunch of his old clips. Like he had Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf <laughs> on there. Uh, I mean, it was they did some over the years some funny shit. Well, Howard and Robin had worked together for years at a various uh, radio stations because Howard kept getting fired um, because he would just do what he wanted to do and get fired. <laughs> Robin like always stood by him. She was like his co-host, and I said that's like I said that's like the dynamic. I, I said I see between us there is like that, you know, like a host and co-host. And we got we got we have a good dynamic, so we're uh, pressing ahead here with this whole thing. And speaking of which, check us out on Facebook. <laughs> tell, tell what the Facebook page is. You run through uh, it. the place to read reviews. Is that it? Now we need to look it up. Like I don't remember. Yes place to be reviews on facebook you can go there there's links to uh we'll post links to the stories we talk about over there you can interact with us there you can message us there there's a message button you can comment on anything absolutely and if we get enough traction over there we're gonna start a facebook group as well you can follow us on twitter at the place to be reviews the place to be reviews at wait at the place to be reviews re1 and you can email us at the place to be reviews at mail.com yeah, see, you, also, anchor. you barely made it through those, so. <laughs> anchor listeners can leave us voice messages right here on Anchor, on the Anchor app, and we can use those on the show. So You know what's funny is I, I was scrolling through the Anchor app uh, like two days ago, because it changed the format for some reason, so um, I was playing on there and I just realized that you could like voice record stuff and I almost sent you one just to be an asshole, but I didn't. <laughs> but I thought about it. Oh <laughs> I would be like, yes, I finally got one. I know who that is. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, nah, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna do it. But um yeah, have you gotten any nice reviews or messages on there? Or they just all hate you? I have not- oh, okay, good. <laughs> Everybody tells me to just kill myself. I don't know what it is. I have no. Well, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Is that a bit too morbid? I mean, I well, don't know. It it would defeat the purpose of your life alert. So, 
Please <laughs> <laughs> alert help. I'm attacking. I'm being attacked too by myself. Yeah. Oh Lord. Carrie and liar liar i'm kicking my own ass <laughs> i didn't see that i didn't see liar liar there we go finally we need to we need to make a list of movies that you need to watch i'm here. gonna make you a list of movies that you need to watch oh yeah i'm trying to think of, i'm what? trying to think of one that you, <laughs> i would have watched that you didn't uh i'm sure any dance movie i have seen that you have not um yeah <laughs> i think i don't i don't think i know I, I, I can't remember was the one with julia styles no that didn't have any dancing that was poetry wasn't it that was 10 things i hate about you that was yeah but she was there. she was in one oh with um 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 hang on yeah. hang on um not tay diggs no. was it are you googling i th- i thought i heard your keyboard going <laughs> I actually have a pen and paper to write down. Um, I'm not Google anything. I am on Google, but I'm staring at articles right okay. now. I'm trying to think. Is it Tyson? It wasn't Tyson Beckford. Um, I really don't know his uh, name. I just know it wasn't Tay Diggs. Hold on. I'll Google for you. you. Google it because I can't think of the... It was... It was... A, it was uh, shit. <laughs> You're going to be mad when I tell you. I know because I know the name of the damn movie because I, I I swear to God I I know I've seen it. Are you sure? You didn't just see a preview for it's, it. No, I've seen the movie. It's like it's not Save the Last Dance or something, is it? Do what? Is it Save the Last yes, Dance? It's Save the Last Dance. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it? Yes, I have seen oh, it. Okay. I, I have seen it. It's... I think I saw it because it came out in about probably two thousand two or three one one okay yeah yep i i i've seen yep yeah i think i watched it with satan or something you will i was gonna say we don't have to go there but um it's sean patrick (laughs) what why do you keep what's his name now um sean patrick thomas okay yep he was on a cop show too um, I don't know. You want me to Google that too? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but I just remember the cop show. But yeah, so there, I don't, I don't know that I could come up with a movie that would pertain to your show that you need to watch. But I'm just saying, surely there's a couple that What's I've watched that you haven't. Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> don't call me Shirley. I don't know. I, I botched it. It looks like. Was that airplane? It looks like I picked the wrong day to quit amphetamine. <laughs> Lord. Well, we are the place to be reviews. I mean, we can review anything. We don't just we don't just do Marvel and uh, Star Wars did, here. Did Did um, you watch any of the Ted Bundy stuff on Netflix? How about that? I haven't had a chance to yet. I was really into um, oh, what the hell was that? Making a murder. Yeah, me too. When that. And, want to watch i haven't watched the second season that yet i just basically have I, have, I have so many questions about that like i've been begging somebody to watch it just so i can ask them questions about what like is going through my head but um yeah and then you know they came out uh, netflix came out with the ted bundy tapes which is basically his confessions from you know the prison um and uh-huh. then they came out with the the zach efron movie so which I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, Ted Bunny scares the shit out of me. Like, absolutely gives me nightmares, regardless of what format it's in. Um, 
And then I started watching the, the Ted Bundy tapes, like, as I was going to sleep, which is the worst thing for me, because I just, I'm a, a child, and I get nightmares, but, um, yeah, and then, then I, I finished watching those, and then I watched the, the Zac Efron show, or movie, and I'm still, like, completely terrified, and Zac Efron is, like, like, they showed his movie, and then they, at the end of it, they showed actual footage of Ted Bundy, and he is, like, exact replica like it is creepy the way he like you know does his mannerisms and everything i i was yeah i didn't like it <laughs> it, was, it it scares me it just gives me like ugh, i don't like it it's creepy but yeah it's worth it's worth watching if you like that kind of stuff i'm gonna write actually i'm gonna write that down because i'm old old and i write things I down do too. you should see my house it's got sticky notes everywhere <laughs> Netflix. Okay, so we'll watch that. There, so that that counts. That's one that I've watched. You haven't. Yes, it is. My there one you go. to your twenty. Did you uh, did you watch the ranch? No. You didn't watch the ranch, the show on Netflix with Ashton no. Kutcher and uh, no. That was good. Um, they just did the uh, the last like they come in like sections. You know, they have like a six episode section or yeah. whatever. Um. But they replaced uh, Danny Masterson got removed from the show because I believe he had some. It was some sexual assault allegations when that whole Me Too thing just like blew up. God. Uh, yeah. So he was written off the show, um, and it it really it it's still good, um, but it, it you can tell it took a hit because you know he and Kutcher had worked together on that '70s show. And actually, uh, Wilder Valderrama mm-hmm. worked worked a couple episodes on the show, as well as um, Kurtwood Smith, who was uh, Red Foreman, um, played a, a, a small role on there too. Um, so you had a lot of the, uh, and I actually think um, Kitty was um, Ashton Kutcher's future mother-in-law in the show. Um, so, I mean, you had a lot of the, uh, you know, that seventies show alums on there. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of cool, but it, it's a, it's a funny show. And I like Sam Elliott. Um, you know, he's got that deep, that <laughs> cores, the bear voice. It's just everything the guy says is, and he's, he's, you know, that grizzled, grizzled old, you know, farmer, cowboy, you know, it, it's his, it's like a, a, a tailor made role for him. Um, and Ashton Kutcher plays a uh, a failed uh, professional quarterback um, who went back to his family's ranch uh, after he you know basically couldn't play football anymore. So um, it's you know he plays a fucking idiot on the show like he did on that '70s show. He plays an idiot in anything he's in. <laughs> I was just gonna say that yeah, so he's pretty much played a fucking idiot his entire career. Yeah. Um, Except for, I think, maybe, like, one spy movie with Demi Moore he was in. Because didn't they do a movie together where, like, when they were married? They were married? Wasn't that just a... I have no idea. What are you saying? You didn't know that? No. She left left Bruce Willis, because Demi Moore and Bruce Willis were together, and they have two or three kids together. Um, And she married Ashton Kutcher. But then he ended up divorcing. 
divorcing her, I believe, and then he's with Mila Kunis now. I knew that. And I knew uh, the Bruce Willis kid, one of them is rumored because she was on Dancing with the Stars, but yeah, I had no idea that any of that happened. I'm not a very very good uh, current events person. (laughs) Oh, this is from years ago. So well, even back then, I wasn't a very good current events person. I don't have like I don't sit down and watch the news and like my my Facebook consists of like I'll post something and I'll scroll like you know a couple seconds worth and then I back out of it and I just am not like big into researching people's lives. But yeah, I'll have to work on that, I guess. <laughs> Uh-oh. What happened? We got an article here from the AV News Club. Okay, so just by the name of this this site, the AV News Club, <laughs> the Rus- and it says Russos are pulling a J.K. Rowling on Avengers Endgame's coolest moment. Um, pulling a J.K. Rowling means they're gonna turn somebody gay. <laughs> well. So let's see here. Uh, let's see. No, this article contains spoilers for Avengers Endgame. Duh. And this is literally what it says. It says Endgame dot duh dot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Continue on. Look, we get it. When you pour a ton of yourself into a big multi-year project, as J.K. Rowling did with the Harry Potter books, and to a lesser extent, as Joe and Anthony, I can't do the soy voice that long, <laughs> as Joe and Anthony so have done with the latter-day Avengers films, you start to take on a certain desire to have your world and your artistic impulses be precisely understood. In extremely limited doses, a little bit of, hey, this is, all right, this, this is what I'll do in the soy voice. Hey, this is what this is what was actually happening with that character can be more acceptable from a proud creator cleaning up some minor ambiguities that didn't make it into even the most voluminous of texts but you definitely don't want to go the full rowling route with this sort of post canon dumbledore was gay and nagini was a shapeshifter and nobody ever knew it retconning because that's how we end up with wizards shitting on the floor like dogs are, are these wow, actual this are, words typed in there? Are you making this up? <laughs> no, this is uh, this is on. Uh, if you go to the news.abclub.com, the article is the Russos are pulling a J.K. Rowling on Avengers Endgame's coolest moment. This is written by William Hughes. It was published yesterday at ten fourteen p.m. It, I I would have thought you were making that up. <laughs> what is no. wrong with people? Oh, God. Okay, so let's say it's, it goes on to say, which is why we're pretty nervous to listen to the Russos talk about the biggest fan-delighting moment from the recent mega-successful blockbuster Avengers Endgame on Josh Horowitz's happy, sad, confused podcast. You are the one. <laughs> you know the one. It's the bit where everybody in your theater probably started screaming because Steve Rogers picked up Thor's hammer and started kicking Thanos' big purple ass with it. <laughs> Fuck you and your patriarchy. He didn't say that. I just do the patriarchy bit. Because <laughs> I can just see this guy saying that. Fuck you and your patriarchy. It's easily the purest moment of fan service in the whole 22 film MCU experiment. 
I don't know why he's calling this an experiment at this point. Um, I don't know why he's writing any of the words he's writing. <laughs> Go back to one of the best moments of a four year a film four years at senior in definitive proof that if anybody in the Marvel universe is worthy, it's got to be Cap. Uh, let's see. But hey, did you know Steve could have picked that old hammer? old hammer any dang time you wanted to from age of ultron up to its destruction of ragnarok the russos would like you to apparently making clear in the interview a point that the movie itself leaves happily ambiguous ambiguous captain america has always been worthy in their minds he's just chosen not to pick up molnir in the past because it would have made thor feel bad and robbed the franchise of a big damn heroic moment several years down the line of course Okay, Okay, what is his point? What is he trying? What is happening? Um, basically that. uh, Let's see. To be fair, the Russos didn't write Avengers: Age of Ultron. We know that was a Joss Whedon one, where the famous lifting scene in which it moves just a smidge when Steve tries quote he quote it quotes tries to lift it takes place. So the only true answer to the question is presumably floating around in Joss Whedon's head. Still, they've been stewards of the character and through him, the wider MCU, since Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So it's not like you can easily contradict them when they say Cap was sandbagging and chose not to haul the hammer around for years, which is a bummer, both because it's less narratively interesting choice. Isn't it cooler if Steve achieved worthiness over the course of Civil and its complicated, grief-filled aftermath rather than just inherently possessing it. And because it deprives fans of the chance to argue when he became worthy or what exactly Thor means when he yells, I knew it, in the aftermath of the big reveal, you might not have caught that line, though, because, again, big screaming noise, this author's terrible. And that's the end of it. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I, I wish you could see my face right now. Like I can't. <sighs> like I don't think that article did that. Did that article even have a fucking point? I, I, I think that okay. As you know, how I started my morning. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> my. There's something wrong with my brain today. Like I can't make sense of anything that I've heard or read <laughs> since I got out of bed this morning. Like what? What is happening? Like that. 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 Literally. I, I don't. Uh, so basically the Russos are saying that Steve could have lifted it the whole time, but he just didn't because he didn't want to hurt Thor's feelings. Oh, <sighs> well, they just stopped stop writing. I, I mean, seriously, because like as a fan, that was a, a super epic moment. Like I loved it. Everybody around me, when I watched it both times, loved it. I think you're the one that posted the video where you're like, chills, you know? Um, Right before he's like, Avengers Assemble. Like, just why are you, why are people trying to ruin that and pick it apart? Like, it it was a good moment. Just let it be. Just let it go. When he finally said Avengers Assemble, that shit killed me. That that's just like right in the feels. That was amazing. <laughs> Did you cry again? <laughs> no. Not that okay, part. good. Um, but yeah, I was just like that. Was yeah, cool as hell because you, because they teased it the entire time. You know, like you said, and uh, 
in uh, what was it? Uh, the end of Ultron when him and black widow are walking down to uh, kind of start training the new recruits, you know, he says Avengers and he gets ready to say it. And then they just cut yeah. out. So to finally, you know, get him to say it in the last movie of the song, you know, his last movie is cap was, uh, that was pretty special. Yeah, I loved it. And, and I have not yet come across somebody that decided that it wasn't a good part of the movie and hate on it, you know? So I don't know why these people, Writing freaking articles are trying to makes no sense, but and the Russo. This is more on the Russos with them, uh, you know, with them saying that he was worthy the whole time. You know, he just didn't. But the way they're just putting their their spin on it, you know, is this is how they see it always was. They just never fully acknowledged it. Yeah, you know, I don't really think that that didn't really need to be said. I mean he picked it up at the right time. It served the plot and it, uh, it gave uh, him his last real big, huge heroic, uh, you know, act. So, I mean, I, I don't see a problem with it. Just leave it as it yeah, is. I, I don't either. I mean, no, no need to JK Rowling that I, I like that. <laughs> uh, except for the rest of that entire article made zero sense. That was just a word salad. This guy's got to get paid by the. He's got to get paid by the character here. I mean, that article's literally one, two, three, four. That's four paragraphs. I mean, that's there. There's longer. There's longer comments <laughs> in the comment uh, section. I mean, maybe bad. maybe somebody got cut off or something. Let's let's give the poor little guy some credit. Hopefully it did. I mean, God, there was nothing, there was nothing good in that. But with that being said, I think that'll uh, I think that'll be a good point to uh, to leave it for this evening. Yeah, I can't I can't handle uh, any more of that tonight. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Um, so we will be back Monday night, and we'll be discussing our Wednesday show. We'll be having a guest next Wednesday evening. Until then, I will probably be putting out a solo episode on Sunday. It'll be all wrestling. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make uh, Monica suffer through that. Uh, okay, I'll, good. Give her, I'll, I'll give her the weekend I'll, off. I'll try to look up some terms to impress you while you're doing your show. So I can, I can come on here Monday with your wrestling lingo. There we go. And you, uh, you do, uh, you're going to do work on the Facebook page. So, uh, you can reach out and, uh, contact us on Facebook at the place to be reviews on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, the place to be reviews at the place to be R E one. You can email us at the place to be reviews at mail.com. I am Pete. Monica, say good night. Good night, friends. And we will catch you guys back here Monday night on the place to be reviews. You can catch us, remember, on the Anchor app, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor FM, the best place to podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much for tuning in. Have a wonderful evening.